virus chasers. Is that a new shooter at Hooters? Welcome to today's show. Uh, Welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm Terry Joyce, your host, and we're going to go with a 30-minute rant here uh, with a 15-minute break, uh, a break at the 15-minute mark. Uh, This is actually officially my first episode. Uh, I did do a test episode uh, a few days ago. Uh, I'm super excited to see that um, the podcast uh, actually uh, is uploaded to Google Play and Spotify. And uh, there's another uh, couple companies that I can't remember right now. But uh, it looks like uh, doing a show on Anchor is is uh is really good so i'm I'm really uh happy to be broadcasting on anchor uh if you aren't with anchor right now uh you know you can also download the app on your uh device and and again we're going to talk about apps today it's it's really appropriate for me to i suppose start off with saying hey download the anchor app but in terms of my opening joke, uh, you know, the, the virus chasers, uh, yeah, we are going to have physical virus chasers out there. I mean, I feel like we're beginning to live a, an actual sci-fi film right now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking, who wrote this script? Uh, probably the communist witch at the top of the pyramid, uh, which right now might be residing in China. Uh, yeah, so we have people who are going to chase people for possibly being infected, uh, with the virus. And it almost makes me feel like it's, it's Blade Runner or something, you know, I, 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 what, are we going to have a, a sci-fi film or a sci-fi series about people who are virus chasers, uh, going after people that might have been infected with COVID-19. Now, how are they going to do this? Uh, well, there's an even better way of doing it. And I, apparently, I think they're actually already doing it in China with their population. And that is with an app. And it's the information has just come out now where Apple and Google uh, are now going to uh, make it so they can unlock apps that collect data. And it's not going to be done by your GPS, by but by Bluetooth. Uh, so, like, let's say you're at the grocery store and you've got your a smartphone because uh, you're doing a selfie on Instagram with your mask on shopping at Walmart. And all of a sudden, your device is able to get the image of somebody else that passed you in the grocery store. And then they're going to offer the ability for people to have an app where they go in and they report to health officials that, uh, you know, that, that you are infected with COVID-19 and then the data that's collected will go and find everywhere that that person went to on everybody else's cell phone device. And that person will get a notification from Google or, and from Apple or from whomever, you know, but it's, that's, that's the trail, right? And then you will be notified that you may have been exposed to COVID-19 and therefore you have to go through certain, you have to take, they're going to suggest precautionary steps uh, to take. Now, what, like, again, it's sort of minority report, right? I mean, it's kind of like, well, you might be infected. So, 
let's say this all starts happening. This is happening with COVID-19. This is blatant surveillance and invasion of privacy on a population with no laws, no jurisdictions being put into place, no taking into account about, you know, government laws or the constitution or anything else. Your privacy is, our privacy is now not ours anymore. Is, is that not scary to anybody? I mean, because it, it's, it's incredibly uh, disturbing uh, to me. Because if they can make this excuse to surveil us, to protect us from COVID-19, uh, and, then, and then do a scare, like, oh, you might have been exposed. You know, you are shopping in aisle three, but in aisle one, somebody who has COVID-19 actually really coughed and it went all across to the other aisle. I know I'm exaggerating, but, but you know, where, where, where does this end? I mean, how, if you are a person who is like, let's say, let's say they open up, uh, you know, they, they, they open up, uh, the, uh, beaches, right? Which, uh, again, I think Jacksonville, Florida is going to open up some beaches and they're going to allow you to do some social distancing. Forget about lying on, on a towel and sunbathing. That's not allowed, but you're able to now walk around and go swimming, God forbid you pass anything in the water. Of course, it's the ocean. It's not like a public pool. But there's all these new uh, laws coming out. Let's say you're on the beach and you're walking your dog and you're doing a selfie. Hey, it's me on the beach. You know, finally, we're open up in Jacksonville. And, you know, 10 feet in the background, some dude, like, you know, reports that he has COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, you're getting a notification that you have COVID-19 too. Well, what happens after that? Okay, so is it just a suggestion? We're going to suggest that you go get a vaccination. And if you don't get your vaccination, are you going to be socially marginalized and then have the criminal justice system come in and penalize you or keep you at home or make it so that you can't make a living unless you do the standards that are put into place by the WHO, which, by the way, seems to be (sighs) China-centric. All right. I, I, I don't see why people aren't just standing up. And I mean, I, well, obviously, this is new news. I mean, they've been talking about it, it, you know, but if you if you discuss it, oh, this is conspiracy theory. No, this is a real invasion of our privacy. Now, I, I, I'm thinking, well, if, if you're going to surveil me every time that I leave my house, I'm just going to turn my phone off. Is that possible? Now, now I, we walk around, we have a phone if we need it. But, uh, you know, there's no more selfies uh, going on in, in, at the beach. Uh, you know, hey, here I am, you know, walking on the beach with Fido. That's not going to be happening anymore because, because now we can be grossly surveilled. There's something else that I would like to uh, bring up for you as well. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned a while ago about my friend Chessie May that, uh, you know, was homeless. Uh, you know, she had COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, she was instructed by a doctor, uh, to be tested. She went all the way to the hospital to be tested. And, uh, and, and then she was, you know, and the doctor was about to, you know, was in agreement. Yes. Uh, at the hospital, they said, yes, you know, you, it's correct. You should be tested. I want to give you a chest x-ray and I want to do the, uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, swab to see if you have any of the, I guess the antibodies, uh, or the, um, 
I guess the viral load, I, what is it that's actually genetic material, whatever shows up that you're positive on the COVID-19 test that it was, she was supposed to be having it. Well, when she told the uh, doctor that she was uh, living in an RV park, she wasn't really homeless, homeless. Like she's not a person that's on the street homeless. And I didn't realize that because like when, when I, on the last podcast, the zero, my test podcast, podcast of, of, uh, of not my rabbit hole. I read what she wrote and what she was circulating uh, on Facebook about her experience. Uh, so, so that, that was the first incident. Um, but now, uh, you know, and, and she said she was homeless. So I didn't know what kind of homeless she is. See, I live in an RV myself, uh, right now. Uh, I am in the middle of purchasing, uh, an RV and I have just got, got, I've just been put on unemployment uh, I was a census worker. Okay. So I'm on unemployment now. Uh, I was a census worker for a couple years because I worked uh, a couple of different ongoing surveys, but my contract did not get re-upped, uh, right at the moment. So, uh, so, so I am in the middle of paying off this RV. Uh, I own, uh, I owe about another $1,700 on it. Uh, and I am parked in a neighborhood in California and I pay for a hookup in the backyard of this property. Okay. So, uh, so I'm, I'm really, I don't consider myself to be homeless. I say I have a home. This is my home because there's a whole subculture of people who've chosen to do the tiny house living and uh, also mobile living like this. And there's tons of videos on YouTube. That's how I became privy to it. And I thought, you know what? This is what I want. I want to live a real basic, easy life and be free to be creative to do this podcast. I'll have everything I know. And it's a mobile studio. Uh, so, you know, it, it's not like I'm, I don't want to, I guess I'm, I'm I don't want to take too much from the land. It's just like living a minimal lifestyle. You live what you need. And, and to tell you I'm, the truth, I am so happy right now. I'm so happy to have uh, the uh, RV that I have. Uh, I'm calling it the Lucille Mobile. And all I really want to do is, you know, get up in the morning and have my coffee and uh, then, you know, get to work on doing all the different uh, social media uh, stuff that I do, as well as the content that I'm creating. Uh, I also am starting a blog. I'm going to be tweaking the design of it here in the next few days over the weekend. Hopefully I'll be able to get it uh, done, uh, but hopefully in the next week or so. Uh, it's called notmyrabbithole.com, and that is, will be where I will be uh, connecting all of my podcasts uh, of, of this show. Okay, so so this woman, uh, Chessie May, the comedian, uh, she lives in a, uh, you know, she lives in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, RV park and, uh, the RV park is in Oregon. And, uh, now, uh, she is getting, uh, letters, uh, from them, uh, you know, or she got a letter asking her to leave, uh, that because of the fact that they suspect that she is COVID-19, uh, and there, it, it's kind of almost like the trailer park is spying on her as well and reporting her, which is a thing that is being encouraged, uh, by the mainstream media, uh, you know, one of my uh, roommates here, another person that lives here on the property in the house, 
Uh, originally where I live at, it was an Airbnb, but some of the Airbnb are not, you know, they're more permanent or semi-permanent and they've been allowed to stay here and pay on a permanent basis. But then there were just still some rooms in uh, the uh, place that were, are still being rented out to people. Be but because of COVID-19, uh, there is no Air Airbnb happening. Well, at least not in California. And uh, that is where I reside. Now, uh, our governor, uh, Gavin Newsom, <laughs> oh yeah, he's a pretty lizard. Uh, yeah, he actually uh, has instructed us to still be under quarantine uh, until May 15th. California and uh, New York have the strictest guidelines, which makes me really uh, suspicious because there's so much that comes out of the California agriculture that supplies uh, food for the entire world, really, uh, as well as the entertainment and information business, which, you know, when the mainstream is largely propaganda, but that's a whole nother show. And, you know, whatever comes out of New York as well, money, monetary, Wall Street, all of this is being slowed down. And really, uh, if you if you think about it, this bioweapon, which, by the way, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about like, you know, I even the mainstream media is willing to admit that it's a bioweapon. Uh, this bioweapon has definitely done major damage to the global economy, uh, which is probably uh, the secondary virus. Uh, this is the bacterial infection of our com uh, of, of our economy coming from uh, the virus. Uh, now I do want to. After the break, and we're going to take a break here in just a moment, uh, and uh, we'll be right back with a little commercial. We have a little commercial in between, and uh, and then after we come back, I'll uh, read uh, the actual letter that Chessie May uh, received from her from from the. Uh, from the from the RV park that she was uh, hooked up at. Now again, I was talking about my roommate. He was he says that you know uh, people were being pulled over here in California, and be and and being cited while they were if they were driving without a mask on their face. Uh, so and I want to also point out I've I've observed a few things in in my neighborhood of uh, some p people. Now I'm I'm not going to make a report on them personally, but I've seen them be really stupid with their masks. Uh, one lady had a, a child uh, in the park that she allowed him to take his mask off to blow bubbles. She you know the little bubbles that you would get in the sear the thing and you blow your bubbles in the air with the soap. Yeah, she was letting him blow soap bubbles into the environment uh, from her child. I, I, I couldn't believe how really kind of stupid that was. I mean, that's as bad as taking your mask off and, and smoking. Like, well, I got to take a smoke beat because I have, I have, a, I'm having a nic nicotine issue. So that was going on. All right, guys, we're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back with more. Not my rabbit hole, dot my, uh, the podcast with Terry Joyce. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm your host, Terry Joyce. Uh, thank you for sticking with me uh, through the break there. Okay, so uh, I was talking about uh, my friend Chessie May and how she uh, got a letter from uh, the... Uh, well, I'm going to just read it to you. This is an, uh, a letter here. It says, um, it's from Sundance Meadows, Inc., and uh, it, they are located in Bend, Oregon. 
this was uh, sent to her on tax day. Uh, it was the April 15th, 2020. Uh, Dear Chessie, well, I'm not going to say her legal name because I'm, I'm, I want to protect her identity, but she's known as Chessie May. That's C-H-E-S-S-Y. M-A-E. That is her performing uh, name. But it says, Dear Chessie, it has come to the attention of the ranch that you have symptoms of COVID-19. You stated that you you were not tested at the hospital, yet the hospital hotline states that if you have symptoms, you would have been tested outside of the hospital in the tent. Regardless, You have caused people to be uncomfortable and fearful. It is noted that you were out at Easter with your grandchildren and another child in the RV park. These actions are directly against the Stay Home Save Lives as directed by Governor Kate Brown, putting others at risk with this reckless behavior. For your sake and the sake of the ranch collectively, it is best that re- that you return to your first home family for the duration of your quarantine. The ranch board is directing you to leave the ranch within 30 minutes. For the sake of others, please leave your trailer at with a mask and do not stop to talk to anyone. Do not go into any public areas. If you do not abide by this request, you you will give the ranch no other choice but to report you to the Deschutes Public Health Department to be escorted off the ranch. I got another uh, section here to read to you uh, because I I saved it in parts. Oh, I guess that's it. Oh, here it is. Let me just get this here. Okay, please be cautious, courteous and cautious for, okay, it says, uh, okay, if you do get tested and it is negative, you are more than welcome to come back with a negative test result. If we do not hear from you within 72 hours, your trailer will be moved to the back of the compound. Please let us know how you are doing. Please be courteous and cautious for your health and others. If you have any questions, please contact the ranch. I find it interesting that they're asking her to just, you know, put a mask on your face, get the hell off of here, and you get to drive away with none of your belongings. We're going to, because obviously... I mean, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't, I don't think that these are RVs that are actually rented by somebody to goes, oh, well, let me, can I, can I rent an RV here and, and live here? I think that it's a place where people who live in RVs are living in an RV community that is designated for them to have hookup and sewage and all this kind of stuff. I know that Chelsea has her own RV. As a matter of fact, uh, there was a time where um, when I was looking into RV living that she says, well, maybe, you know, we want to go together and, and get an, get an RV or no, I mean, I could come and live with her in her RV and we could bounce around doing comedy gigs and gigs and such. And I, I didn't do that uh, because uh, I, I'm living in LA and I'm, I have a different, I have different obligations. I was, 
dealing with things with my father and putting my father into home care and all kinds of stuff. So I had family responsibilities that I wasn't allowed to just go and be free. Now, uh, I, I was, I was hoping the dream was with the Lucille mobile, uh, was to, uh, take my show on the road and maybe go and do some, I don't know, whatever's going on in the country. I could go and report it or I can do a comedy show. I mean, there was a lot of different possibilities that I was looking to do with this RV. Uh, but who knows? Uh, you know, maybe I will be allowed to do that, but I'm certainly not going to get myself branded and chipped by Bill Gates in order to do it. Uh, because really, uh, this is what is, is, is coming down the pike here. Uh, we're having massive surveillance globally. Uh, you've got your, uh, we have our neighbors spying on us reporting each other for not wearing a mask, for having a party, for uh, not practicing social distance, distance, uh, not getting properly tested. I'm not saying uh, ignore your responsibilities and not be cautious because obviously there's something going on. I don't think that the coronavirus is just a, a hoax and nobody's getting sick, uh, uh, but it's, 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 a, it's an illness that we don't really have enough scientific evidence on. And I don't think that it's something that can be actually solved uh, through mainstream medicine. Uh, I was watching a video. Uh, it's called, uh, Criti- it was uh, the title of it, the guy who's, his show is, uh, it's Critical Thinking. And right now uh, his name is escaping me, but a lot of people have been sharing his videos. And he points out that, you know, that, yeah, it's a bioweapon and uh, you can't, you can't really, and and really the mainstream media has pretty much admitted that it's a bioweapon and it's uh, come, it's came out out of China and it's affected the entire world uh, globally. Uh, Actually, I just got a little text there to uh, donate to the president. Speaking of uh, of people who are running for uh, the presidency, uh, Joe Biden has now said that all Trump supporters are racists that uh, believe that uh, Mexicans uh, just rape people, uh, you know, and, and that, you know, just really attacking uh, Trump supporters, which is something that Hillary Clinton did, too. I think it's really vile that uh, a man who has uh, questionable dealings uh, in in the Ukraine uh, gropes children blatantly. You know, people say, well, you know, how could you support uh, Trump because he gropes women or uh, the the um, the uh, recording that came out before his, uh, you know, that he made years ago before doing a show and the way he was doing his locker room talk and everything like that. Well, that was just disgusting. If you, if you supported, uh, president Trump after him saying that, uh, you were disgusting. And, and again, you know, there's a point to it, right? I mean, there's a point to it. You know, we, we look at people and we say, well, what, this is, is this their character at this moment in time? Um, now this is, you know, 20 years later, does he, is it, has he, has he evolved since then? Should we hold people, re- should we be held responsible for every single th- thing that we said at every single moment? Well, no, I don't think so. But when you have a man who there's videos circulating online where he is groping 
children and women and sniffing their hair and, uh, you know, threatening uh, an invest- people who are investigating corruption in the Ukraine by withholding fl- funds blatantly. Um, you know, I'm sorry, but he, he doesn't have a clean whistle going on. And uh, now they're saying that he might even have uh, dementia. So really, Joe Biden, it, I, I, I feel sorry for the Democrats. I used to be a Democrat. Thank God I left that party right now because it's not clean at the moment. Uh, but I am a libertarian, by the way. And again, I'm not totally sold on Trump either. There are things about Trump that I don't trust either. And unless he steps up to it, I'm going to just think that he's just another play- sailor on the boat playing his part, which I do think that in, in some ways. I haven't disregarded the fact that Everything that's going down is a part of, of, of of holding us back. But at least the president is talking about hydrochloroquine. Uh, I probably said that wrong. And zerithromycin. And I think in some ways he's actually really handling uh, this illness in, in a fair manner. Now talk about governors who are having issues. Uh, the governor of Michigan. How dare her uh, stop the seed of uh, the the sell of seeds? to her, to her community, to her, to her state that she governs. If that isn't criminal, uh, you know, as if a human being doesn't have the right to plant a seed and grow a plant and provide, you know, food and, and, and well-being. I mean, let's face it, the cannabis plant is a healing plant. The plants are healing to us. We need plants just as much as the animal needs plants. You know, humans need plants just as much as, as, as animals and every single life form on the planet. Uh, needs to be able to plant. So to stop organic growing and allow people to grow their own gardens, that is absolutely criminal. I don't blame those people for protesting in Michigan. Uh, now, they aren't wearing masks. They are blatantly hanging out each, you know, together. Uh, they are not practicing social distance. Uh, distance. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's that factor coming to play because to completely ignore this as if this isn't a weapon against us, that there isn't something that could happen, that there isn't a consciousness about it, well, that's questionable. But at the same time, do we take those risks to stand up and be Americans and go, you know, we're not going to take this. So they're, they were, um, you know, protesting their lockdown. Uh, I, I think that, that the, the um, governor of Michigan is just absolutely, well, you're despicable. She's despicable. Uh, and, uh, and again, uh, I feel bad for those who are living in Michigan. I'm not saying California is any better, but at least we don't have the same kind of restriction as, as getting seeds. Now, it used to be that when you went to the market, you can find some celery and some seeds. And, and if you went to the 99 cent store or whatever, you can find seeds. Well, the only thing I can find right now uh, is uh, some parsley. I believe I've, I got some parsley seeds and I got some garlic seeds. So um, I don't know, I guess maybe we can order our seeds online, but I think as people, we need to start stocking up on seeds because uh, if the only seeds that we can get and the only food that can come down to us from the food chain uh, is actually Monsanto, uh, we're in big trouble. We're, we're, we're in real big trouble here. Also, I want to make a comment on, uh, on the overflow of food food that's just being thrown away uh, because of the shutdown of the restaurant business. Uh, that's just really sad. Um, you know, there's meat that is rotting. Uh, there are shells that are in, in, empty. And you've got to ask yourself, well, what's wrong, what, what's, what's wrong with this picture? 
What's wrong with this picture that even the overflow of food that you can't sell can't be bundled up and just given to the uh, American people or the people of the world? Uh, you know, there, there's, there's really the one thing that uh, this bioweapon has uh, taught us is, is the level of greed that still exists uh, within, within us. Now, um, unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to try to sum this all up before we end the show here. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, no, I have allergies. <laughs> uh, that uh, unless people uh, put their foot down and go, you know what, you don't have the right to do an app and surveil me this way, even within the COVID-19 uh, uh, you know, chaos that's going on here. You don't have the right to do this. This is against my right to privacy. Uh, you know, when they have the, there's a law that the, around gonorrhea and syphilis about you have to tell people it has to be reported. There's a certain law that has to be mandated in order to do that about a virus. They don't even do that with the HIV uh, virus, which was just as deadly to a community of people or to a population as, as this virus, although maybe not because it's not airborne. But how, how is, how is uh, AIDS any different than syphilis or gonorrhea? Uh, so, yeah, I think that uh, our rights are being violated and uh, our, our society is just taking dictation uh, from our Operation Mockingbird uh, mainstream media that basically there's no real journalism here. There's a script being said and every single news host and celebrity have been mandated and or ordered to perpetuate the same social engineering and conditionings for fear of the big bad boogie virus that is that has been let out on the population. And again, there's a lot about this virus that we don't understand. Um, I learned a lot from the guy from the YouTube channel, Critical Thinking. And uh, okay, anyway, so we're getting to the end of the broadcast here. I want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, with my broad uh, to my uh, podcast. If you do like my podcast, please subscribe to uh, my channel uh, on all the different platforms, uh, whatever one you're listening to, and share it with your friends. And if you uh, you can find me at uh, patreon.com forward slash freedom of Joyce if you want to contribute to my content. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast, and this is episode one. Woohoo! We got it done. Take care, God bless, and I'll see you next time.